Hi everyone, my name's Jin Lally and welcome to my podcast, Stress Bucket Solutions. Here we are for another episode and what I wanted to talk to you today about is something I call the doing picture. This is part of the routine that we use in solution-focused therapy to help nudge the subconscious into the right direction. If you haven't listened to episode 23, which is called Scale It Up and the Miracle Question, it might be worth going back and re-listening to that again, but you don't have to because what I'm doing today is expanding on that. So I will go over it a little bit too. When people go to see a therapist or they're thinking about going to see to see a therapist and, and their assumptions of what therapy is, it's often about going over problems of the past, trying to rake up the reasons that you're feeling anxious or depressed, the reasons for why you're feeling the way you are now. And although there is a place for that, if you felt that it would work for you, solution-focused therapy doesn't work in that way. The reason I love solution-focused therapy is it's all about where you are now and where you'd like to be going forward. Now, being solution-focused doesn't mean that we're problem-phobic. I'm not denying any problems of the past and issues that have arisen, arisen previously. It just means that I appreciate where all that is, but there's no need to go over it. I often think by the time people have come to see me, they've probably gone over their problems of the past so many times, they're probably sick to death of it now. And I know there is that, there's a saying, isn't it, that a problem shared is a problem halved. Uh, and it's, so we, we have got into this habit of talking about our problems sometimes there it is useful and it does feel like a weight's lifted off our shoulders. But if you want to see a therapist, I, I always think my clients who are coming to see me, they want help in feeling better. So solution-focused therapy really appeals to me in that that's what it's all about, about feeling better. So I will initially establish where these problems may have come from, but I don't need any sort of detail from my client. I don't, you don't need to tell me all about your problems so that I know what to do going forward. And part of therapy, one of the exercises that I use in part of the sessions of therapy is something called the doing picture. And this doing picture is really enjoyable. It's a really great exercise. And we do this repeatedly and this doing picture is about establishing how you would like to feel. What would you be doing if you didn't have this problem? If you were feeling a little bit better tomorrow, what would you like to do? And it's about using your imagination. It's such a different question. And initially, a lot of my clients find it very difficult and they're a little bit curious why I'm asking this because their assumption of therapy was we're going to talk about problems and go over where the anxiety has come from. Maybe blame can be placed somewhere, but I really don't believe in that. It, I feel sometimes that can hold you back. And even if you have found the reason or the cause or the blame, how is that going to help you now feeling better? So this doing picture is very much future focused. We're looking at what you're going to do just tomorrow. I'm not talking far off in the future, but just tomorrow. 
If tomorrow you were feeling a little bit better, what would you be doing? If you felt that, go with the feeling first. Tomorrow, how would you like to feel if you felt a little bit better? And this exercise you can do at any time. You don't have to have a therapy session for this. It's all about using your imagination. Your mind doesn't know the difference between imagination and reality. So if you can imagine more of a positive picture going forward, your mind will be drawn to that. I don't know if you've ever had stories like this. I know I've experienced it. Someone's thinking of buying a red car, for example. They're really, for a good few weeks, they're going, oh, I really, I would love a red car. I really want a red car. I really, really want one. I'd love to have one. And the next day they go out and they see like five red cars within the space of an hour. Now, five red cars didn't come out to annoy you. They were always there. It's just that your mind now is drawn to red cars. Now, this always happens to me with um, trainers. I love shoes and in particular, I love trainers. They're just too comfortable. I, I wear them all the time. So I've seen a pair of trainers, for example, online, and I'm thinking, oh, I'd really like those. So I've done my research. Um, I've really looked them up and I, I might go for a walk the next day and I see a couple of people wearing those trainers and I might walk past a shop and they're actually in the window, those particular trainers. And then I flick open a magazine and there's another advert for them as well. Those things are always there. It's just that I'm thinking of these particular trainers now. In the doing picture, we're using exactly that principle. You're trying to direct your subconscious mind to what you want, not what you don't want. And that's how the mind works. If you've always felt anxious or depressed, there's problems going on in your life, your subconscious will try to confirm that for you and find things in your environment that will say, yes, that, that is how you're feeling because your subconscious doesn't discriminate. So it's really important you send a positive message to your subconscious as much as possible. Now, this isn't possible all the time. I don't expect everybody to be 100% sending their subconscious positive messages. But if now and again, you can sit with your thoughts and just try to turn them around to positive doing pictures, then it could really make a huge difference. In a therapy session, I ask my clients, what would you be doing tomorrow if you felt a little bit better? And with that doing picture, I need quite a bit of detail. The subconscious loves detail. So as much detail as you can give to the subconscious, is it the better. So often with that picture, what I ask my clients, once I've got the idea of what it is they want to do, I will always ask them, what time will you be doing that? Where will you be doing that? Will, will anyone else be there? Describe the environment to me. Is there music in the background? Are you outdoors? What's the weather like? As much detail as you can put around that picture, your subconscious will enjoy that. It will really start to play with that image. And with that image, with that doing picture, you are directing your mind into things that make you feel good. Because towards the end of that session, just before we do relaxation, I'll always ask my clients, I'll summarize, I'll summarize that whole doing picture for them 
with all the detail in it. And I will ask one very simple question that if all that happened at that time, at that day there, how would that make you feel? Would you be pleased? And hopefully you would say, yes, I'd be really happy if that happened. And that's all we're doing, giving your imagination something to work on, a very vivid picture, which your subconscious just hooks onto. Following that, doing a little bit of relaxation, the subconscious works with that image. And I might, I'll talk about that a little bit next week, about the whole formula and and putting all of this together. But I want you to start making sure you're giving positive messages to your subconscious now. Be observant of what message you are giving your subconscious. And I do appreciate you can't do this all the time. It's actually really hard work. But occasionally, I want you to be very careful of making sure that you are sending your subconscious a very positive image. If I asked you a question now, let's see how your subconscious works. We can test it out. If I said to you now, don't think about a green bus, what are you thinking about? You're thinking about a green bus, right? So putting don't in front of it doesn't make a difference. That's not how the mind works. So if you say to yourself that I don't want to feel anxious, I don't want to feel depressed, I don't want to feel stressed, your mind is thinking about anxiety, depression and stress. Putting don't in front of it doesn't make a difference. What I want you to do is, Yes, if, even if you feel that you've said that, I don't want to feel anxious, re-question yourself by asking yourself, what do I want to feel instead then? You'd probably want to feel calm and relaxed. Right, that's much better language to use for your subconscious and it can work with that so much better. So be very careful of the message you are sending your subconscious Because what you're doing is you're creating doing pictures, very active, practical pictures of things that might happen tomorrow. It would be lovely if they did, but no pressure if they don't. We're just giving your imagination and your subconscious something to work with. And that's how you can create change. Be very careful of your language with it. Try and make sure that the picture is realistic. Don't forget to give it lots and lots of detail, those small details about where, when, how, the environment, who else might be there, the sounds that might surround you. Make sure the language you send to your subconscious is positive because creating that doing picture is really, really valuable. Stop thinking about the problems of the past and try focusing on the solutions for the future. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. If you want to try these exercises with me over in my private Facebook group, How to Empty Your Stress Bucket, I am doing these exercises live on timetables during this lockdown. The videos will always stay up there as well. So if you'd like to join in, please come along. I'd love to have you there. If you want to find out anything else about me, you can have a look at my website, ginlally.com, and I'm all over social media as well. So I look forward to speaking to you next week with some more Stress Bucket Solutions. See you then.